Okay, I'm back. Um, in case you missed it, this is the Kearney Dwayne Palmer Show. And I am, well, actually, it's called Podcast by Kearney. I don't know why I said the Kearney Dwayne Palmer Show. And um, I'm just here to let you know about some stuff, like um, a couple of stories that I have. And, my head and um i knew i was gonna forget some of it but um i just jotted down a whole bunch of stuff that i wanted to talk about and okay i know every now and then i i will tell you something about um (laughs) a little bit about my past and, you know, and I always say that, you know, my motto is I'm not a saint and no one is. And when I live this earth, when I leave this earth, um, they're not going to make a statue of me or anywhere. So with that, that being said, um, back in the day when I used to weigh, Ooh, uh, a little bit over 300 and something pounds, I, you know, with me, you know, if, if you are familiar with me, if you know me personally, you know that I um, stand six foot four and I'm about 200 and some odd pounds. But, you know, I had like some pretty good size on me anyway. So with. um, Yeah, with that being said, I um, used to do a lot of security work. I used to work for um, this one company. I'd rather not say what the company is. But anyway, I worked for them. And I used to work at um, a dairy to where I worked security. And I had to watch um, uh, milk trucks and trucks with different ice cream in it and all this other kind of stuff. And and patrolled a lot because it was like on the east side of Flint. And a lot of times when, you know, with it being towards the river and everything, they had troubles with, they have trouble with uh, people jumping the fence, breaking into the trailers and getting milk and juice and ice cream and that sort of thing. So we, they had guard, you know, on staff. And then we also, um, weighed trucks and everything. So it was just, it wasn't just one, one, um, one, just one, um, what am I trying to say? It wasn't just one thing that I did, you know, I also did, um, you know, trips around the inside of the, the offices and, um, the, the, inside the cooler where all the milk was and everything. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, I was young and I was about 18, 19. And um, I just didn't like it. It was just, I just looked at it as it being a a job. And it was a part-time job. And what I did was I had, um, had me another job. I had worked for Auto World. 
and it was this uh, amusement park that uh, that failed here in Flint, and um, and I, you know, I had worked there for for about a winter, and it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. Um, all I did was just really walk around, and if something happened, no, nothing really basic happened. Kids sneaking in, and that's a that's about it. But it wasn't nothing serious, so you know it wasn't really nothing serious. But it was pretty nice. That was a pretty nice job, and I maintained that job um, up until the summer of um, what was it two hundred. 2000, no, 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 I maintained that job up until 1990, the summer of 1990, and um, that's when they were, um, yeah, that's when they were open, the summer of 1990, and I guess they made a good profit. I don't know. I couldn't really tell you, but um, that's the part that you know I just just kind of omit a little bit. So, but anyway, I did you know work for this company when I worked at the dairy. I had already worked at the dairy for five years. And then um, the rumor was that I didn't even I didn't know about the, this rumor, but they said if you get put down in security, that um, that was your way out, that they were getting ready to fire you. And I couldn't understand that. And, and to this day, I, could, I can't understand that. And why is it like that or why was it like that? But um I don't know. I found that company to be very racist, and you know, and I and I, you know, it's a shame that they went out of business because that was like the, I would say that was the first job that I really, really had that I really liked to go to because I started off in the office and I worked. And then I went to the cooler. I asked for a raise, and what they did was they they um, transferred me to the cooler. So then I worked in the cooler, and stupid me wouldn't work on the weekends. I do not know why I didn't do it, because I felt that I worked, you know, I worked from Monday through Friday, and the weekends was supposed to be me off. So instead of me not doing, um, going into for the weekends, I I would just take that day off. I don't know why I did, but I did it. I just took that day off. And it just messed up chances of me even being in the cooler anymore. And next thing I know, I'm being put down in security. And then once I'm being once once I put down once I was put down in security, that meant um, a lot of stuff ch- had changed. A lot of stuff had changed. And it was like at the time I had moved out and I had my own little place. And, you know, it it was just 
something that I had and, and something that I took very hard. And but my attitude is if I if I lose one job, I can find another one. And then, like I did, sure enough, I did find another one. Um, I think I had stayed. Did I, did I stay unemployed for a while? Yeah, I stayed unemployed for a while. And when I went back to, you know, when I started working back in Auto World, when it opened up in uh, summer of 90, then I, I um, started back there. And I worked up until the end of summer. And then once I worked up into the end of summer, I was, you know, I didn't have a job then. So I flashed forward a little bit here to about 1991. You know what? I can't think about what other... What job did I had in between all of that? I can't think of it now because I know I had a job in between that, but I just can't think of what job that was. Or did I stay unemployed for a while? But um, anyway, back in 90, like I was saying, back in 90, that's when I started back up at um, the summer of 90. Started back up at... Um, at Auto World, and I worked for a little while until um, they closed it up. And then once they closed it up, that was it. You know, um, no more. And it sat vacant, vacant for years and years. And it being the old um, sports arena. And I remember going there when I was a kid. But it was kind of, it, it was like I was kind of um, struck a little bit. And I was kind of disappointed that they did. Um, close it down and I just you know I, I never understood that but you know that's n neither here or there no I mean that's not what I'm talking about right now but you know with me being such a big guy and like I was saying that I had security jobs and the one security job that I had that I thought was pretty neat is when I worked at a bar I bounced at a bar, and there was a bar downtown called Metropolis. And you know, some of my Flintstones that listen to me—if if there is any Flintstones listening to me—you know, you remember that Metropolis used to be Hard Rock Cafe, and then before before that, it was oh, I don't, I can't remember what it was before. Before that, though, but it was the hard rock or rock and roll. I don't know what they called it. They would call it something, but I wasn't, you know, I never went to it when I, well, every now and then I went to it when I was younger, but I didn't really make it a practice of going there. Um, I bounced for a while, and this was even while I worked at Toys R Us. And the thing about that was it was kind of weird because when I bounced there, I wasn't making any money. I wasn't making money at all. I think I started off getting like $30. And then um, 
the owner was like, well, I'm going to put you on the payroll. I'm like, okay, all right. And then he, you know, he was going to give me a check every week or something like that, or every time I came in, but it wound up him not even get paying me and he owed me money. And it was just that, you know, a, a lot of times I had just like the fact that I was hanging out somewhere, but, um, you know, with with that comes, you know, with with, with that kind of um, atmosphere, you know, when you're in a bar situation, you know, especially at the end of the night, you get to drink all you want and everything. And I tell you what, the parties were just, <laughs> I tell you one time, I had even forgot how I got home. And that was scary. And I was like, I would never do that stuff again. I'll never do that stuff again. But anyway, um, as I was saying, um, I didn't really go back there to bounce until, um, hmm, when was that? Oh, they had reopened, like back in, um, Hold on just a second. Let me see who's, who's texting me. No, they had reopened back in, I can't think of the year. Well, I'm just going to say probably about um, like the beginning of, <laughs> yeah, like the beginning of, um, Uh, I would say probably about, um, two, uh, goodness gracious, about 2000, yep, 99 to 2000, I had bounced there, and that's when I was, you know, and it was pretty nice, it was pretty nice, 50 bucks a night just to throw people out, it was all, it was fun, the frustrations, it was like I was frustrated. It seemed like every time I had worked, I had, um, you know, if somebody had pissed me off at my other job, what I'll do is I'll come in and they'll ask me, you know, it was always CP, what, um, how many people are you going to throw out tonight? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to be, I'm, I'll, I'll just have to let you know how many people I'm going to throw out, you know? So I was just, you know, it, I thought it was funny. It was just a little game that we always played. And it wasn't that we sat out. Well, that's really basically our job right there is to sit out and uh, kick people out that are drunk and belligerent and everything like that. So why would we have them up in the bar? And I tell you what, many of the nights we got into bar fights and to get into a fight is not it's not cool. Um, I think the the thing about that is not um, to lose, really. But when you have like guys that that are like um, miniature tanks, you know what? <laughs> it's like uh, you know what 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 you know what choice do you have but to to um, 
fight good. You know, if you you have people that was you know built like um, brick houses, you know. So that that was the thing. I I tell you what though, the the funny part about that was that every time we um we got into it, or if I was kicking out somebody. And I remember this one particular time, this black dude, and he had came in with um, two young ladies. And he was a pretty big dude. This dude was buffed. I mean, he was buffed. And he came in with them. One girl had um, an ID, and the other one didn't, and she was underage. And then come to find out, the, the one... They had the well. She did have the ID. The the older one that had the ID, she was given the younger one alcohol. So we found out. We kicked him out right then and there. He gets mad at me. He comes up into my face, and he's sitting up there yelling. And it was something that my father always told me. He had told me a long time ago. He said, "If you." You're big enough to intimidate anybody. So what you do is you stand your ground. Even, you know, you don't show weakness. That's what he was saying. You don't show weakness. You stand up, shoulders back, and just stand up. And then you just look them right in the eye. And you look, them like, you look at them like they crazy. You know, you don't give them no kind of expression. You just give them a blank inspection. Don't say nothing. Just stand there and look at him. And that's what I did. I stood there and I looked at him. He all up in my face calling me everything and and everything but the child of God and everything. And then it was funny because I'm standing there. And all of a sudden I felt a little poke in my back. And then I kind of looked off to the side in my um, side vision. vision, And I saw one of my... um, one of my um, bandmates from when I was in high school, he was standing right behind me, and I've known him ever since I was in kindergarten. So he's standing behind me. He pretty stacked. So, and then I didn't know that he was behind me, and then all of a sudden, everybody else was behind me. So I'm sitting up there just listening to this man just rant and rave and everything like that, and I didn't know all these people were standing behind me. So he's standing up there calling me a punk and all this other kind of stuff. So I saw him, I saw his eyes look up and he said, if you, and then he turned around and walked out with the two young ladies. So then I kind of turned around. All I saw was white shirts that said Metropolis and then everybody with the, with the uh, radios on and everything like that. And then I looked over and I saw my uh, buddy and I shook his hand. I said, man, thank you, man. Thank you. He said, you know, I got your back, man. You know, I got your back. I was like, yeah, even though I didn't really need it because I knew he wasn't stupid enough to hit me. But that's, you know, that's just it. You know, if you face a bully and all it is is a bully and, you know, don't, you know, don't get me started on that. No, don't get me started on that. But um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was it was very profitable because I was making money every week, and then every other day I was bringing home fifty dollars. So it was like a win, 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 win 
And plus, I got to drink and everything like that. <laughs> After everything was said and done. But, you know, I didn't really drink that much anyway. <laughs> I didn't uh, close, you know, I didn't, I wasn't kicked out of the bar. I think the only time I was kicked out, um, I'm, that's another story, though. But um, you have been listening to one of my episodes for Mar- Ma- Mar- March Madness. March Madness. Yep. One of my March Madness uh, episodes. Um, I hope you continue to listen to me. And I just wanted to tell y'all again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know I did an episode uh, a little while back, an episode a little while back where I gave shout outs to everybody that was podcasting. And I do apologize if I didn't get anybody's name right or if I didn't plug your podcast. I do apologize about that. It's nothing personal, it's just that. You know, it's, it's, it's all good, you know, and I'm quite sure I, ha- you know, I haven't really got around to, you know, listening to everybody else's podcast around, you know, I hear bits, you know, I hear bits and pieces and then I, you know, I listen to, to some, but, um, you know, I've been kind of busy though, but I do apologize for, about that too. But um, I just want to let you know that you have the gift. We have the gift and we want to use it to our fullest. To our fullest capabilities. And I would just like to say also. I know that there is a pot of gold for me. All I got to do is just believe. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Well, hello, good people. Hello, good people. This is podcast by Kearney D. Palmer or Kearney Dwayne Palmer. And I would like to say thank you for the good. Thank you. Thank you for all the listening support. Um, I think for all my other um, podcasters out there, I do appreciate the likes and I do appreciate the love. And I do appreciate everything, everything that everybody has done for me and with me and everything. So, like I said, you know, just just um, letting everybody know that I appreciate everything, every single thing that that is going on now. And, um, you know, it just it just makes my heart feel good that I do have some kind of support. And like I said, this is like very therapeutic for me because I get to say what I want to say and I get get it all off my chest. So I was just, you know, letting y'all know. And this is March Madness. And, you know, I said that I was going to crank out some episodes, a lot of episodes. So I got to be true to my game. And true to my word, I got to be a man of my word. Um, If I don't do it, then I'll be sitting here. I'll be laying in the bed watching 
watching Antenna TV. I mean, you can only watch old shows of Hazel and and the Andy Griffin show only, you know, a couple of times. And I have it down to a science to where at around four o'clock I watch chips. What's that? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. It's just something that I I got. Yeah, but I I do watch chips flirt with girls and all. I mean, you know, I watch them do it stuff and everything. So I I, I thought that was kind of funny. And then I watched Judge Mathis, and um, he's pretty hilarious. And I like when you call people a crackhead. You acting like a crackhead. I can't believe that. You know, you just come up in my court and you lied. You know, that's <laughs> sort of thing. But this is mindless rambling here. Um, I'm going to pause for the calls and then I will get right back with you. Woman, boy. 